Welcome to another exciting episode of the Isaac Boys Podcast, Doing the Ghost, alongside Tara. Today we're bringing you episode 65. 65. Episode 65. Uh, coming off of a spectacular weekend filled with so much gaming news, so much, uh, so much announcements actually, of uh, course. I mean, there, there's really so much to get into. There's like... Can't even waste any time. There's, we just gotta, we just gotta go, go yeah. straight into it. So much announcements coming off of uh, E3, of course. That's what we're talking about. We got E3 going on. So um, this E3 so far has been great. I mean, it's, it's going on as we speak, actually. Um, for those of you that are um, keeping up with it, um, yesterday, well, it was, it was, we're, we're two days in now. Yeah, E3. I'm sure by the time this comes out, we'll, we'll, it'll be we'll, a couple we'll, days in. Yeah. And not only that, but we'll probably miss some, there's probably some big announcements going on as we speak. Yeah, which of course we'll, we'll, we'll catch back up, um, get you guys all caught up uh, next week, of course. But this week, we're just going to kind of catch you up on as far as what we've seen so far, uh, what do we find exciting. Um, and there's a lot, there's quite a bit. Uh, as far as the video game world is concerned, there's too many games to play and too many games coming out that are gonna yeah just it's, it's funny because like like a few days ago i was having a conversation with someone and i was like man there's really nothing game wise that i'm excited about right now you know it's you know things are kind of slowed down for me in a sense like you know i didn't really have anything anticipating and just like that it's i am back where it's like there's there's too many to mention yeah there's a whole lot of stuff. That whole thing changed in uh, just one weekend, actually. So, um, of course, like with the first started on started on Saturday, uh, June twelfth, and of course they did the the Ubisoft kind of did their thing, and some interesting things coming out of come, coming from Ubisoft. Uh, the main thing I think, which is one of their biggest reveals, of course, is a new Rainbow Six game. Mm-hmm. Rainbow Six Extraction, I think it's called. Rainbow Six Extraction, which is very similar, but still very different from what you would expect from uh, Rainbow Six, actually. Because mm. it's not like your typical, you know, rescue the hostage type thing. It's more of a fantasy type thing where you're rescuing survivors from a, some kind of alien infection. Yeah. That looks almost like a symbiote uh, from Spider-Man, if you're familiar with that. I don't know how I feel about it. Like usually, when I think Rainbow Six and you think Come Town Clancy, mm-hmm. you think you more think of things that are grounded in reality. Yeah, and it's you know it's taking a turn there. So it's I'm 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 gonna wait before I get too excited about this one. It's I'm just gonna we'll see what we'll see what happens. From there. what I've seen of it, it looks pretty interesting. I mean, it's 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 one of those things where. It's familiar, but it's different. Mm. And they they showed some gameplay footage of it, of course, and you know some of the some of the enemies, of course, they're not just you know your typical bad guys with guns anymore. These are like these alien creatures that are coming to attack you and stuff. So like I said, it's, it's very different from what you would expect from Ubisoft. I mean, from um, Rainbow Six. Uh, yeah. And like you're rescuing guys, and they're you know pulling them from this sludge. Sludge. I, I don't know. I like, kind of avoid it on the map and stuff like that because it's like, 
spreading spreading on the floors and when you shoot they kind of dis- dissipates so it's I, I like the, I like the concept don't get me wrong I like the game concept and everything I just don't think they should attach it to the Rainbow Six franchise I don't know mm-hmm. that's my take on it well Rainbow Six is generally known for like tactics and things like that tactics. so I guess there's gonna be some of that search and rescue kind of thing I get yeah, it I so. get it I get it <laughs> but I don't know that, that's just me Maybe I'm looking at it from a different, uh, an old school perspective, because to my knowledge, Siege has started to get a little out there as well. Yeah, Siege is, is, is I think they had an expansion too coming out as well. But um, and and initially I thought this was an expansion. No, it's just. But it's, then I, I realized it's, it's a standalone it's game. game. Yeah. yeah. Then of course another big reveal coming from the Ubisoft uh, Ford uh, panel, of course, was uh, the Avatar game. I saw that. I. A well, lot of people are pretty excited about it. Um, me personally, not so much. No, me, me neither. I think that don't get me wrong. Avatar was a great movie. Um, there are a lot of people looking out for part two. I am as well, but Avatar doesn't move me as much like as a game. I, I never, I don't see the draw for it. But I guess you know, there's it has its fan base. It might be good. Who knows? But I not not really doing it for me either. Yeah. And there was, a, there was another uh, pretty interesting game. We're just going to go through a lot of these because there's so much to cover. Yeah, I can't wait to start getting into the good stuff. <laughs> but um, Riders Republic was another announcement. Riders Republic. Very in- interesting game. Initially, when I saw it, I was like, hmm, okay, whatever. But the longer I saw the trailer, it started to grow on me. It for, did. For those, it, it's, it's pretty much the epitome of a, a, an adrenaline junkie game. Mm-hmm. You can bike... You can snowboard, you can skydive, you can uh, flight suit. Yeah, you flight can, suit. You can drive around. Drive it's, it's, bikes, BMX. You can team up with your friends and just, just kind of explore these open open maps, pretty much. And you get points for exploration. Yeah, you just got to you just get you, you you get points for everything. So just, they generally just want you to play the game. Mm-hmm. And as you're playing the game, you're just getting, getting points. points. So yeah. you can unlock you know cosmetic stuff, unlock new. Modes, different things. It's like when you, you can do tricks too. Like you're, you're, if you're BMX, you can do BMX trick. If you're a snowboarder, you can do snowboarding tricks. You know, there's just like I said, it's the uh, like it's the adrenaline junkie game. You know what I mean? Part of me feels like they grabbed a lot of inspiration from Forza Horizons. Yeah, which we're which we're, which we're gonna get into a little bit later on this. Yeah, this E3 coverage. I can definitely see the inspiration there. But you know, if you're if you're if you're into that type of stuff and you, you know, it's like your one-stop shop pretty much, mm-hmm. because there's no, there's no real limits really. You can just link up with your friends and just go do whatever you want, kind of. Yeah, thing. have adventures. It's just kind of interesting. It's very sandboxy, but still very you know, you know, X Games type stuff. Tony Hawk, you like Tony Hawk and SX Tricky and. Whatever other game I could I could I could say yeah. right now that's along those along the same vein, but yeah I mean definitely has its its place. Some, some people will definitely get into that. Yeah, uh, it's just, it seems like one of those games that's definitely better with friends. Once you're with your friends, it kind of like you, you guys are hanging out in this mm-hmm. digital world where you guys can just go. Yeah, well, while while you're just chatting up conversations and stuff, you just you know yeah do some tricks here and there, however you want. Yep. That's cool. And then they had a, a they announced Just Dance uh, 2022, which yeah. if you're into that kind of thing, 
that's your thing. And My kids will love it. Yeah, another Just Dance. And they also showed some, uh, it's like a guitar kind of uh, educational. Well, it's kind of like learn how to play guitar yeah. game, if you will. So it's not like rock band, Manchester Imagination, but it's like a kind of guitar sim to kind of teach you how to play guitar kind of a thing. I must have missed that one. Yeah, it's it seemed very interesting. If you wanted to play the guitar, Ubisoft got you covered. They got you. And they also announced a Mario game as well, which I'm sure they'll go into more uh, today, actually. In the Nintendo, yeah. Actually, is it today or tomorrow? I'm not sure. But yeah, Nintendo's going to drop some stuff, so yeah, I'm sure they're going to get Yeah, they're, they're partnering with Nintendo. With yeah. The Mario and the rabbits and... Yeah. Just the game along, those, along that. But, again, you know, has this market... Let's get to the good stuff. Yeah. Of course, uh, Xbox and Bethesda, they had their showcase. Well, before we even go into Xbox's uh, showcase. Okay. um, It was announced that there is a new Battlefield. Mm Mm-hmm. And we saw the announcement trailer and it was, you know, it, it was a lot of... It was a CGI trailer, so it wasn't. It wasn't. It was a cinematic. Cinematic trailer is the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't enough. It wasn't no a lot. It wasn't no gameplay on it. And I was like, okay, I was excited because Battlefield is always going to be a good game. And then on the, during the Xbox showcase, they showcase the gameplay, mm-hmm. and without question, this is one of the big titles that I'm looking out for. One hundred percent. If anybody is familiar with Battlefield. You know, if you look at the last two battlefields, it was like okay, there's Battlefield One and Battlefield Five, which was strange order, but whatever. But now they're going back to what made Battlefield Battlefield. What, what made Battlefield great, actually, mm-hmm. which is Battlefield Four. You know, with the modern aesthetics, modern combat, modern so, uh, warfare. So there's a little futuristic, some stuff. Yeah, they're but... taking it a little bit in the future, but modern guns. Not your World War Two, World War One type stuff. It's mm-hmm. getting back into the, the now and the future. And I must say, this game looks amazing. It, it, and the, the the footage they show was pre-alpha, so it's not even the it's not even going to be the, the the rendered graphics of when the game finally comes out. But it still looked great. Yeah, I mean, as far as gameplay is concerned, you're talking, and as the trailer says, you know, it's it's all out war, all out warfare. 100 and plus, I think it was the 100 120. 120 um, people in the game. So that's 60 versus 60. That's a lot of players. All out warfare. Play how you want. You set up into squads, pick your class, pick your equipment, and just go to town. Mm-hmm. Have at it. If you're familiar with Battlefield, like, you, you, you got to squad up and you're, you, you, you know. As an individual, like, the battle is so big, you can't you, you can't really, as an individual, affect the battle too much. Yeah, you, you can't you, do it all. As but... a squad, you can. Yes. So it definitely emphasizes, you know, playing with the squad. You know, you guys coming together and just affecting the battlefield as the best you can. You know, do what you gotta do for your team. The name of the new game is Battlefield Twenty Forty Four. If anyone just curious about it, you want to Google it, whatever. But I'm sure if you're a gamer and you, you, you turn on your YouTube, it's, it's there. Yeah. Battlefield 2044. I mean, one one cool feature that I see that they're adding in now is uh, the weather. I guess they took inspiration from Battlefield 4, 
that one map that had the storm that come came in. Mm-hmm. They're ramping that up now. You have, I, I, from what I saw, I saw sandstorms, I saw tornadoes. Mm-hmm. You know, weather affecting the game, like Levolution, which which Battlefield Four um, coined that phrase, where the the stages change. You know. Yep, the battlefield changes like on the fly, like unannounced, just storm coming in and changing the battlefield. You gotta. Adapt. You have to adapt. Saw tornadoes coming through, tearing up stuff. Guys had to run inside buildings, you know. But I also got, saw like footage of guys using the wingsuit in during, the tornado. Yeah, during the tornado, yeah, like, now you have a wingsuit. So that looked pretty interesting. And uh, as far as gameplay mechanics is concerned, a lot of you can uh, adjust your weapons on the fly. It looks yes, like. it looks like you, you saw there where he got kind of turns going to the side. And you could see like you could you could change your attachments on your weapon in game. Which is great because as many times you know you make a change. Not, not, not just battlefield, but any many shooting games. Like you try the game one way, and you're like, mm, someone's giving you in trouble. This way, you're like, man, if I could just, you know, if I just had this attachment see a little further, or if I had this grenade launcher on my thing, I could take care of these tanks. You know, mm-hmm. it looks like you could do that on the fly now, which is great. Yep. You know, all the details of the the mechanics hasn't I haven't really seen anything on yet, but. Everything that I saw so far just screamed, yeah, this is this is gonna be this is gonna be a day one purchase for sure. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably pre order this, have this downloaded, ready for day one. Yep. We, I mean, we we used to play a lot of Battlefield Four and many times. We like we played we like when it first came out, we played it a lot. When the, when the demo came out, we played the demo a lot. Yeah. And, and then when the game came out, out we, we played, played that a lot. Yeah. We stopped. Fell off for a little bit. Fell off. Played Call of Duty, whatever, whatever. Got back into it, played it a lot, fell off, then got back into it again, played yeah. it a lot. You know, it's like it's one of those games you can always go back to. Battlefield Four. And now, you know, with this new battlefield, it's just What I like about it though is it's not just You know with some um some game, you know, successors when they they come with the the sequel. Like it's not really worthy of the first one. And I can say that that was kind of the case for for Battlefield One. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, I mean, it was good. They went back to the old school stuff, but it wasn't coming off of what Battlefield Four was. Yeah, Battlefield, Battlefield One, One was not really was a big disappointment. Yeah, I mean, graphic wise, it was great. The graphics were stunning, visuals, and I'm sure the experience was great. But coming off of Battlefield Four, it, it, it couldn't really compare, really. But this is like the true success of the Battlefield Four. Yes. Where it's everything you loved about Battlefield 4, but, you know, a lot, ton of improvements. So, it's definitely going to be one of those games that... I, I literally can't wait. And I think, I think it's coming out uh, this year, I think, uh, holiday. Mm-hmm. Or was it October or November? One of them, somewhere around there. Definitely can't wait. I'm, I'm wondering if I... No, it's probably still in development a little bit, but... Oh. As soon as it's available for download, I'm downloading it. Yeah. I'm dedicating that space on my my Xbox just for that because that's that's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. And Xbox, like I mean, Game Pass is, is such a tr- tremendous value right now. Um, outside of that, we'll, we'll cover some of the games. Um, but X- with this yeah. whole Xbox Bethesda thing, they they really this was the best Xbox showcase ever. Yeah, ever to date. And not just saying that because we're Xbox, you know, fanboys or whatever, 
for lack of a better term. But you know, be, be, being an Xbox fan for for so long, you know, you've always waited for showcases like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The last showcase, they you know they showed some good stuff, and you, you they, they gave you enough to feel good about it, and you're like, all right, yeah, that's good. But you know, you always wanted you know that showcase that could you could just shove it in Sony's face, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm speaking from a mindset of how I used to be, of course, because now we're we're kind of all around now, mm-hmm. but. You know, back then, you know, we always wanted that that one showcase. That like, yeah, ha, huh. look at what we got. Yeah, and Xbox did not disappoint. They I did mean, not disappoint this time. Ton of exclusives. Tons of exclusives. A re- like a ridiculous amount of exclusives. Mm-hmm. Which is which is a big argument, you know, for PlayStation back in the day. Mm-hmm. Well, not even back in the day, like more recently, but now Xbox has a ton of exclusives. Tons like, of games exclusives. you can only play on Xbox. And even though they did hit on a lot of the major plays, like the ones you expected, they still didn't, like, there was no new Gears announcement. Yep. They didn't show much for, um, sorry, Fable. Yeah, they didn't show any, they didn't show anything on Fable. They didn't show anything on Perfect Dark either. They didn't show anything on Perfect Dark. And these are titles that I was thinking, okay, this is what they got. They got to bring it now. But they just brought so much other stuff, and they they had first day announcements of games you've never even heard of that were coming out. And they've and the, and the thing is, Microsoft has been saying it like, yeah, we have games that are coming out, they just haven't announced yet. And a part of me kind of was like hopeful, but I kind of felt like oh, they're just saying that just to make us feel good, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But they proved that they were absolutely correct. Yep. Um, I don't know what order we're gonna go with this, but I, I'm just gonna start blurting out titles. Well, one of the titles that really blew me away, graphically anyway, was Flight Simulator. Yes. Flight Simulator. It's been out for a while now. Yes. And now it's coming to Xbox. Now it's coming to Xbox. It was on PC, now it's coming to Xbox. And the dudes have, um, there's an expansion coming for, like, a yeah, well, there's Maverick. A, uh, yeah, there's a, a Top Gun um, expansion for it. But outside of that, I mean, the game is just stunning. The game is ridiculously stunning. And... I mean, I, I can't wait. I actually, it's one of those games I'm looking forward to playing. I like, just to kind of like. It's definitely an unwind game. Yeah. Just to unwind, just to fly and go anywhere, literally. And they have everywhere detailed so well. I'm, 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 so well. I am curious to how level, how, what the level of detail is. Like, I, I literally want to fly this. I want to see if you can fly to St. Thomas. And I would like to see what the airport looks like. Like, the detail is in the game. Like, you're looking at stuff on the ground and it's. Because usually, when, you know, in flight sim games, like, you know, the, the, the environment's kind of like, yeah, whatever, because mm-hmm. you're up high, there's not a ton of detail, but, you know, you can appreciate, what, you know, what you're looking at. But some of the detail I've seen in this game is just absolutely yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, you can see animals and wildlife. Photorealism, too. Mm-hmm. Everything looks legit and real. And stunning. It is literally unbelievable. Maybe. I mean, again, not an action pack game, you know. But, you know, for people that, you know, want to take a break from the violence and the action and just want to chill, unwind with a cold beverage and just, you know, zen out. Go anywhere. Definitely. Visit locations you've never been. Definitely a great game to do all that. Yep. Mm. The, um, another announcement that, that, that threw me, actually, was um, Hades coming to Xbox. I didn't expect that. I mean, coming to Game Pass. It's so, so strange because it's like... 
when, when we heard of Hades and when uh, our friend uh, Dr. Wolfman, when he when he brought it up about like showed us Hades and everything, I was like, man, this is such a cool game. Why isn't this like on a next gen title or you know on Xbox? And then all of a sudden, boom, here it is. It's not only on Xbox, but it's on Game Pass. Hades is on Game Pass. I'm like, huh, look at that. This is Game of the Year by everybody's, you know. Everyone give this game Game of the Year. And there's a lot of people that don't really know know that much about it. But it's it's a great game. It's it's a roguelike, if, if, if you're familiar with that type of game. It's like one of those games where, you know, every time you play it, it's it's you kind of go down the same path, but you can... You try to see how, how good you can do each time. Yeah. You know? And each time you get different, you know, abilities. And you get different abilities, you level up. And you only have one life. So when you die, you, you start over from the beginning. But you do it uh, with improvements to go back in and try and do better the next time. You know? yep. Best way to describe it. But, yeah, the fact that it's coming to Xbox Game Pass, which means if you have a Game Pass, you have it. Yep. That's... That's that's unheard of to me. G- Game Pass is just dumping out value like at a ridiculous rate right now. Yeah, even games like Among Us is coming to Game Pass. Among Us is coming to Game Pass, and they're they're, imp- they're improving it. it. Has 15, 15 player lobbies now. Fifteen player lobbies. Three imposters. That's it's the <laughs> chaos. The chaos of Among chaos. Us. And it's coming to the console too, so it's just. Waiters have a ton of fun with your friends. It's one hey, of those games. They're, they're just gonna expand their player base that way for sure. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you can like. I wonder if it's cross platform. I think it should be cross platform. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting. The kids love it, and yeah, it gives us something else to do, I guess. But yeah, um, the Xbox showcase. Also, I mean, without any further ado, let's, let's get straight into it. They showcased them Halo. Mm-hmm. And we, 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 I think we, we spoke about it on the last podcast, I think, that they need to hit it out of the park with Halo on this one. 100%, because Halo is there, you know. Halo's a bread and butter. You know, last showcase of Halo was not great. <laughs> and they made, like, they went back to the drawing board and made some improvements, and it was like, all right. At E3, they have to show something for Halo fans to get excited about. And in my opinion, 100% they did. They knocked it out of the park. Now, they they didn't show a lot of the story mm-hmm. gameplay. They showed a cinematic trailer for the story, mm-hmm. which was fine. Yeah, don't mind that. Give you an idea of you know where they are in the story and what's going on with Chief and Cortana and everything. And I thought which that was interesting. Very interesting. I thought, pretty, I thought that was very cool. But the multiplayer. They showcase the multiplayer. They showcase the multiplayer, and the stats are. I mean, it looked great. It, it looks like Halo. Um, but I think they're... If I'm not mistaken, I may have saw this wrong, but they're saying 120 frames? You are not mistaken, sir. First off, not only is Halo going to be free-to-play, meaning if you have an Xbox, you have, y- Halo. you have Halo. You don't even need Game Pass. Don't even need Game Pass. You have an Xbox, you have Halo. So let's start there. Tremendous, tremendous. Because that, that is your AAA title. You want people to play it. You now they have no excuse. No excuse. You have an Xbox. You, you have, have Halo. Halo. Boom. Free to play. And because it's next gen, you're running at 120 frames per second. Online multiplayer. Let that sink in. I have to see that to believe it, honestly. I mean, 
I, I believe. I mean, I I trust them, but I mean that's. This is, this is next gen now. We're we're no longer you know dabbling between the generations. They're, they're, this is now what we've been waiting for. This is now the next gen. I mean, sixty fr- sixty frames is standard. Mm-hmm. We're doing one twenty, so we we gonna be velvet butter multiplayer. Yeah. That's... And I, I I can't wait. It is gonna be. It's gonna be the shooter experience on the Xbox, I think. And just some of the footage they showed that they 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 there's a lot of callbacks to the old Halo. Mm-hmm. They brought back some old vehicles, some old vehicles, some old weapons, some new weapons, mm-hmm. some old stages. Mm-hmm. Like, man, and the armor sets look a little bit more detailed, a little, little more. Well, yeah, the graphics are great. There's a little more detail in the armor. It looked like they brought back the Hayabusa armor, but a little bit different. Yeah. I like that callback. For those old Halo fans, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, the game looks phenomenal. I mean, it's it's it's, it's Halo. It is Halo. It, what you, it looked like everything you want in a Halo game. Um, what I'm looking for is more details on the multiplayer. How's the progression? Because the last progression, it was okay, but it wasn't that great, in my opinion. I liked it. I'm, I'm wondering how they're going to do this one. Because mm-hmm. the last progression had to do with, like, the rec packs and yeah it was a way to try to do um like like loot boxes type loot boxes but i don't think it was done the right way because a lot of it had to do with um that game mode um warzone their their warzone halo's warzone so a lot of of the red packs had to do with that so you're getting equipment for that and and it was it was okay, but if you don't play that mode, then a lot of stuff you're just getting just a lot of stuff you're just up. getting just, 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 just stuff up your inventory. You know, I want to see more uh, cosmetics, more things you can take to multiplayer. Um, I just want to see how they're gonna do it. Yeah, you know, because you you can't really do too much per se. In that, you know, you can't. It can't really involve like. Different weapons, different variant, like variant weapons in the loot pack, because then it becomes um, pay to win kind of thing. You know what I mean? Depending yeah. If, if 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 unless you're doing like a like a something like a wars like like their own standalone mode for it, but and anyway, exactly. you know. <clears throat> so it's I'm 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 interested to see how they do the progression in this one. Maybe there is no progression. Maybe they go back to the old school, just jump in and play some Halo, mm-hmm. which you know. Is fun in itself is, is fine. I mean, they have to be some kind of progression because there's different armors, so they have to be different ways to unlock different the different armors. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of what that's kind of like how the last couple hills been. You know, you you play to unlock different armors, you know, mm-hmm. different color variants and different name tags, and you know, to showcase when you go into multiplayer, you know, how long you've been playing the game pretty much. Yep. Kind of standard stuff, but it's 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 awesome. I I'm glad that that Halo kind of you know had a good showing. Yeah, they they, they jump back on in the, in the rightful in the rightful spot because it, it was looking a little depressing, I and mean, we still haven't seen the story and how the story's going to progress and all that. Um, I still yet to be seen, but the fact that it's uh, multiplayer is free. Not even on Game Pass. You don't even have to spend the money on Game Pass if you don't want. You buy an Xbox, you got Halo, boom. Mm-hmm. 
that in itself, you know, is going to bring up the player base tremendously. Yeah. I mean, Halo is still, 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 still a very popular title. I mean, people still play Halo 5, mm-hmm. which yeah. has been out for years now. Yep. But, but now it's going to be... Gonna be tons of people to play with. Gonna be, it's just gonna be a great. I I feel it's gonna be a great experience. Um, they literally can't really mess this one up. I feel. Nope. Good on them. I'm glad Halo is in a, a respectable place right now. And I can't wait for it for it to launch. I think it's called launching holiday as well, right? Launching holiday. So. So now you're looking at two games that around the same span. We're just gonna be. You know, everyday Halo, everyday Battlefield. <laughs> yep, yep. And that's, Sorry, Apex, but yeah, Apex is. Oh, no, that's that's. Uh, Apex is gonna gotta take a. a, a and, I mean, and that's the next thing we haven't really spoken about. Really, is you know, what games we're playing recently and all that kind of stuff. We have been playing. Um, Rogue. Rogue Company. Rogue Company. Yeah, we've been playing a lot of Rogue Company. Um, right? that's gonna go on the. I mean, that's gonna. That's definitely. Good. I'm gonna enjoy it while I can because it, it, it's gonna it's gonna go it's gonna go away. <laughs> so enjoy it while we can. But um, on top of you know Battlefield and Halo, you know, there's a, there's a couple other titles that um, Xbox so announced. So many other titles that, like one title that I'm actually pretty excited about that I think I'm gonna check out and enjoy a lot is The Ascent. Mm-hmm. The Ascent looks pretty dope. It's like uh, it's looking like your Diablo but with guns. That's yeah. the gist, you know, broad stroke uh, of it. But the cool thing is, it's, there's there's going to be some verticality to it. So it's not just going to be, you know, just your horizontal, you just point and shoot kind of thing. Because from the gameplay um, footage that I saw, you know, you, you got to, you can take cover, you can shoot over cover, you can, you know, shoot over things, shoot under things. So there's it's not just point in that direction. Mm-hmm. Something's blocking your way, you can kind of shoot over it, shoot under it, you know, you can blind fire, that kind of thing. So... Looks pretty cool. It right, does right. have your, you know, your standard RPG elements, and of course, you know, your, yeah, you know, upgrading your armor sets. But you know, it looks, but it doesn't look like too, too in depth that it's gonna and, deter you. And has a cyberpunk feel to it too, like this. Very cyberpunk feel to it. But um, yeah, like I said, it's it's not gonna like overwhelm you as far as you know. You gotta get your your, your helmet and your gauntlets and your chest piece. It's just three, just just your helmet, chest, legs, and just upgrade those things. And then of course your weapons. Um, maybe the, most of the, the details, of course, is going to be upgrading your weapons and that kind of thing. But they, I think there's a lot of emphasis on like crafting too, as well. So there is that. There is, you know, you can go down an entire rabbit hole with, with you know, with those with those kind of games where you have yeah. crafting and getting better gear and all that stuff. But visually, the game looks stunning. And you're forgetting the best part about it. It's an Xbox exclusive. It's an Xbox exclusive, and it's on Game Pass. And it's on Game Pass. Day one. Game yep. Pass. So the cool thing, right? The cool thing right now is you can download it right now, and as soon as it comes out on the, the uh, you know release date, you can just play it. Already installed everything. Tremendous, tremendous value. I think I'm definitely gonna check that one out because it looks like something that again, fun with friends. You can just look it with your friends and just you know, go to town, have these big shootouts which look awesome. I mean the graphics are stunning. And again, it's, it's kind of like they kind of up view kind of like a Diablo, so it's it's yeah. great. Third person, but at at a scale, you know. Yep. And also, um, we we touched on it a little bit, but uh, we can go a little bit more detail on it, um, briefly. Um, Forza Horizon Five. Mm-hmm. 
Forza is, I mean, Forza, you, you, you can't mess with Forza. I, I mean, I always say, like, and, and that's the thing, like, I think, I think last podcast, I kind of, I kind of shitted on it a little bit when I was saying, like, we don't need to see another Forza, you know, how, how good can Forza get, but Forza Horizon 5 looks <laughs> amazing. Look, first of all, the graphics, I mean, Forza's all been known for its graphics. I always have like, some of the best graphics you see in any game. But this one just takes it to another level. Yep. I don't know how. They, they added the ray tracing on the cars now, so everything looks photorealistic. Yes. But then the environments are so detailed. This one is taking place in Mexico. And it's like a big, like it's like a open world map of Mexico. Of Mexico. So you can literally just jump in your car and just explore Mexico. Just explore, yep. Which is so dope. Like a little, like one-to-one like re- re- recreation of mexico which is so 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 dope like you can Not go to the beach. entire mexico but yeah, yeah. it's a part of it sure part of it but um it's like you can just go to beaches you can drive to be volcanoes, volcanoes deserts. caves all kinds of stuff it, it's and this is a this is a racing game but it has so much exploration in it and mm-hmm. everything looks so stunning it, it looks great and like there's so many different game modes too. Like, there's like a battle royale mode. There's like a, you know you can just find a friend and just jump into like a racing mode. And yeah, can, and there's and like a party mode. They were kind of talking about something where this there's just like an AI that kind of just you can like just be driving. You can just join games on the fly. Seamlessly, yeah. Very seamlessly, which I'm interested to see how that actually plays. Because mm-hmm. that's that's very interesting. If it playing the way they say it does, that's, that's super cool. And it, there is some like like weather changes too as well. Kind of like you know. I don't want to compare it to Battlefield, but there are like you know sandstorms yeah. that come through and sometimes there's mm-hmm. of course your rain, rain and, and all that stuff, stormy weather. And it like uh, the other game we spoke about earlier, they, they do actually give you points for exploration kind of thing. Yeah. So and there's then, that, you know. So and it looks re- and and then they, and then in the end they actually showcase this kind of like Forge mode if you can remember Forge for um, mm-hmm. for Halo. It's like a mode where you can just kind of create your own type of race, your own type of games. Yeah. Using cars. Yep, and some of it looked very out there, but it's like you know, it's it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's left to you to to do what you want, do what you want. And it's there, it's it's a, it's a little different space for Forza, but it's a way to bring in those casuals, people that just kind of you know, mm-hmm. those creative people that just want to do, you know, creative things, creative <laughs> things, create their own game kind of thing. So yeah. very dope. I'm super excited about Forza Forza Horizon. Um, another game that was showcased that. Didn't show much game. Well, they didn't show any gameplay footage, but they actually at least mentioned it and had a nice cinematic trailer. But everyone's been talking about, of course, Starfield. Yep. Which everyone's for years now. This game has been years, years, years in the making. So it's been all this talk about it. Mm-hmm. What is it? And like, there's so little detail on this game. It's like it's hard to get excited about for me because mm-hmm. I know so little about it. I just know with a name like Starfield, it has something to do with space in a sense. And the trailer showed exactly that. And of course it's made by, you know It's made by Bethesda. Bethesda. So And it's made by the same people that made Borderlands. Borderlands. So, uh, not, 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 Sorry, not Borderlands. Not Borderlands. I and I just jumped right in <laughs> just jumped right in with <laughs> Fallout, you. Fallout. Fallout, Skyrim. Yeah. You know. This game's been years in the making, so I mean they better not disappoint, because... Like the level of detail has to be in that game has to be ridiculous because if if you're if it's taking you this long to make the game, it has to be because you're adding in some ridiculous level of details of some kind. It's not even just the the 
level of detail or how long it takes, but it has to. They're not even showing anything. They're not showing. I mean, at least with this trailer, you can see, okay, it's in space. I saw someone in a spacesuit. They put a gun on a table. Okay, there's guns involved. These things, these two things I know so far. <laughs> I saw the person jump in a spaceship. They kind of powered it up, and then they took off. Okay, there's some kind of space exploration. I'm getting a lot of No Man's Sky. But, yeah. yeah. Which, I don't want to say worries me, because No Man's Sky could be a little overwhelming. Like, when I jump in No Man's Sky, something like, oh, you have to do, like, you have to literally do everything in No Man's Sky, and it's like, oh, I, I don't want to go look for that right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it could, it could be, like, I'm, I'm hoping it's not that, that level of detail. You know? But, you know, they, let, let's see, let's see what they come up with. Yeah. Um, again, it's been in development for a very long time now. They keep talking about it. But, but the one detail that we do have now is that it is exclusive. Yeah. It is an Xbox exclusive. Which everyone was, you know, wondering if it was, if it wasn't. Mm -hmm. But now, you know. Rest assured. Rest assured. It is an exclusive, which is huge it, news. Because there's a lot of people looking forward to that game, but now, mm -hmm. gotta buy an Xbox to play it. Because before, it was looking like it was going to be, you know, for all consoles, that sort of thing. Then Microsoft bought Bethesda. And they were saying, yeah, we're going to still, um, we're still going to, you know, honor some of the contracts that are already out, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people that felt, okay, it's still going to come out for all console. But then early on, I was reading people was like, you, you, you can't imagine Xbox would spend this money on Bethesda. Like Microsoft would spend this kind of money on Bethesda to do games for all consoles. You know, the, <laughs> the, the reason they bought Bethesda is to, is to improve their, their, um, their IP. So their IP and their, you know, their, their exclusive. So. So said, so done. And it's done now. <laughs> you know, we know now. Yep. You know what I mean? I think Deathloop might still be... Deathloop, I think, is going to be for all, I think. As of right now, I think. As of right is. now, it is. We don't know what the future will bring, but... And there's that, that, other, that other Tokyo game. I forget what it's called. That was also made by Bethesda, I think. And it was for all consoles, but I think it was first on PS. I think that might change. It might, it might be... I don't know. I'm just jumping the gun here. Yeah, but time will tell. Time will tell on that. But yeah, yeah, Xbox just showcased a lot of games that are gonna be day one on Game Pass. Mm -hmm. And also, they also showed some expansions for some other titles as well, like Grounded and different things. Yes. One game that grabbed my attention that they saved for last, which no one knew, but no one knew anything about. I didn't mm -hmm. know anything about. It. Never no, heard about it. No one heard about it. I, and and thing is. Microsoft has always been saying, yeah, they have games that are in development, exclusives, you know, that they can't talk about yet and all this stuff. And they, I'm glad they finally showed some of them. At least showed some of them. Because the big ones, we, we didn't even get to hear about. But yeah, they definitely showed some. Mm. Well, before we get, well, one of them was was Contraband. Which they didn't show anything, really. Yeah, we're going to save that uh, the other one for a little bit later. But Contraband, for lack of a better term, it looked... It was a cinematic trailer. So it was a cinematic trailer, so you can't really tell. It looked kind of post-apocalyptic in a sense. Post-apocalyptic, and it may have something to do with zombies, maybe. I'm uh, hoping not. I'm hoping there's not because there's, there's more than enough zombie games right now, and Xbox already has an exclusive zombie game, so we don't need another one. But from what I understand, because there were there were showing show these little pictures, one picture said co-op, one picture said open world. Mm -hmm. I guess they just put those pictures there just to let you know, okay, it's it's an open world co-op game. Two okay. things you can't really miss on, really. It's exploration with friends is always fun. 
Always fun. Um, show someone working on a, some kind of vehicle of some kind. That looked very post-apocalyptic. It looked... The world looked like it, it was some kind of junglish in a sense. I don't know. And the name of the game is Contraband. So I could only imagine where they take it from there. Mm-hmm. Whether it's going to be like some drug-related something. or could be drug-related. It could be a smuggling-type game. You know. Yeah. One thing it is, is exclusive. <laughs> uh, that we know for sure. It's an exclusive Xbox game. Coming out day one on, on, on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Now back to what you were talking about. Save this game for last. And it was like, yeah. they, were rap- they were wrapping up. Yeah, they did save it for last. They were wrapping up, you know. Showcase, yeah, we're all done. Oh, before we go, let's show you never before seen blah 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 game that's been in the works. Blah blah blah. It was a cinematic trailer, no gameplay, mm-hmm. but the cinematic was done in a way that you could kind of you could kind of see the gameplay. You can kind of get an idea of what you can kind of get an idea of what's going on. Name, and you, the, the name of the game, of course, is Redfall. Redfall, it's a co op. Another co-op open world, but this one is a zombie hunting. Vampires. That's sorry, not zombies. Vampire hunting game. Yep. So it's an open world co-op vampire hunting game. Reminded me, remember of Hunter the Reckoning? Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of gave me that kind of vibe, but in a new school way. Yeah. Hunter the Reckoning was a game we played a lot of, which was also four-player co-op demon hunting but it was an open world mm-hmm. so this one's going to be open world and it looks like you have different powers it's kind of like you know hunters was um uh, and the vampires look interesting yep very interesting very you know creepy looking um the aesthetic of the game is, is very interesting it looks fortnite-esque but with more detail like, yes it was very weird i couldn't quite put my finger on it. i was like it does have a fortnite feel to it in terms of Visually, the, but the visual, but a more cartoon style. But it was more realistic tones to it. It's, it's, yeah. it's hard to describe, mm-hmm. but it looks good. I would say it looks good. I mean, I would love to see some gameplay. I see would love kind of, some gameplay. Is it a first person? Is it third person? That is it know. you know, overhead, over the shoulder, like? And from what I understand, they did mention like oh, it's, the sun's coming out. So I'm guessing there is a day and night timer as well. Mm. And maybe things change in between. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. I'm interested in to what I'm interested in is like, okay, they showed the four characters and each, probably each of them has their own, you know. Yeah, they they clearly had their own abilities, had their own, you know. There's one chick that she was using all these like kind of like. Yeah, she was using magic everything. Or... She was using everything from Apex, in my opinion. Her elevator move reminded me of Horizon, and then you could see like. Right before she got attacked, she, like something told her she was getting attacked, kind of like mm, like Wraith, like Wraith, which is kind of interesting to me. And she's one of these magical bullets in her gun, kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Yeah, and so I'm wondering what's the level of gear. Like, can you edit up your own gear? Can you, you know? It seems like the characters have their own abilities, but as far as the gear is concerned, yeah. Yeah, because I think one person lost their gun and the other one picked it up and was using it too. So I'm like, okay, so I don't think the guns are. Character specific, character. yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, all these. I mean, we're we're just trying to dissect the, the cinematic trailer, trailer, yeah, the trailer. But I mean, 
I'm dying to know what it's about because, you know, one, it's exclusive. It's a day one on Game Pass. And it's, you know, it's, it's an open world co-op vampire hunter. Those three things in itself is like hard to mess up in my opinion. Yep. We'll see what the gameplay actually brings. But from what we saw, it looked good. It looked good. It looked pretty interesting. I'm interested to see like what's the what's the level of progression. Um, how does the game you know progress in terms of is it is it like something you just hop in and play anytime with your friends, you know, kind of like your another game we forgot to mention was just Back for Blood. Um, yeah, that was uh yeah part of the I think yeah it was part of the showcase, but it's yeah. not an exclusive. But is it? No, no it's not. It's no. not. It's not. It's not exclusive. But you know. It's another game I, th- I think I'm gonna probably play a lot of too. Well, it's, it's hard to say that now because there's so much other things there's now. But so many other games. I was definitely looking forward to that and and Dying Light too. Dying, I was I was excited for Dying Light too. I was excited for Far Cry. I'm like I'm definitely getting this Far Cry. I don't know now. Not that I, not that those games aren't great, but it's like I have so many story games that I have not finished. So let's start there. I, I need to finish these story games. And number two, like. How many time? How much time do I have to sit down with a story game right now? When there's all these other games that you know, everyone's gonna be wanting me to play with them on. You know what I mean? It requires grinding and all that. It, it's I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. And they showed a little, a little quick trailer for a Plague's Tale too, actually, which I, I never saw coming. Uh, no, I, I definitely didn't see coming. I mean, the first uh, Plague's Tale was you know it was it was an interesting game. I, I started playing it. I never finished it. But to me, it was like a very niche. Like a very niche indie game. It was like, okay, this is cool, cool concept. I dig it. And now it looks like they're 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 taking it a step further. Now it's, it looks like they're involving more combat. And I don't know. The graphics look great. Let's start right there. Yeah, the graphics. Look the amazing. trailer they showed the graphics look great. And there's even more rats, which is disgusting. Very disgusting. But it makes me it makes me want to finish the first one so again. And and I think that's going to be a day one game pass uh, game pass as well. So I definitely got to finish the first one. So this is like so many games to play right now. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going to find the time. But I guess the game is our job right now. So I guess we have nothing but time. Nothing but time. So there's that. And they also, um, Xbox also showed some RPGs as well. They, they showed some RPGs. Some... And like, and that's the thing, like, I, I always felt Xbox was kind of lacking that kind of Japanese RPG type games. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a few... But well, they're so far and few in between. It's like you know. But this one, um, this uh, Ilden Chronicles. I don't even know how to pronounce that first word. Mm-hmm. Looked pretty good. Looked very good. Like I haven't played a Japanese RPG in forever, but you know, if this this one is exclusive and on free on Game Pass. I'm like, okay, hell yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Sign me up. And what it what it's doing is something I notice a lot of games are doing now, which is cool. They're they're kind of finding a way to incorporate 2D graphics into 3D worlds. Yeah. And it's doing it such a great way. It, like, it looked great. It looked phenomenal. I like the way they did that. Mm-hmm. So, don't know anything about the game, really, other than it's a, a Japanese RPG. But the combat system looks pretty dope. Combat system looks pretty cool. So, I, I, I'll at least download it. I don't know how, how far I'll get in it, but I'll check it out. Most definitely. You know, I'm going to need to... Get a better hard, bigger hard drive for sure. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting an SSD. Definitely gonna have to add it on without without question. 
because the I mean the card that I have the, the harder that I have, you know, is not is for one it's not an SSD, and it's not the SSD that um, Xbox um, made for the thing, mm-hmm. which you're gonna have to do at this point. Yep, considering the amount of games that are coming out. No, I won't. And the cool thing about that SSD is that you can play your game straight off of it. Yeah. So for that reason alone, we don't have to do that because I wish PlayStation would do that. I really but, wish they would, but. It's another topic for another another day. Yeah. Um, so other games that kind of incorporate that that two D and the three D worlds. Mm-hmm. That is a game that I, I never, never heard about, but it's called Replaced. Mm-hmm. The trailer looked amazing. I've never seen like pixelated graphics look so good. I I was like, what am I looking at here? It was so it was pixelated, but it was detailed. It's hard to describe. It's something you're gonna have to see, and the aesthetic of that game, I, I think, it's phenomenal. And the way the gameplay looked, I don't even, I don't even know. Uh, I, I don't know. It's 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 a, it's a 2D kind of a scroll. Side, or look at like a side scrolling type game, but it's gonna have some. I don't know if what I was looking at was like maybe a cutscene in in the game or that's actual gameplay. But that it looked amazing. It's like how how complicated does the combat system have to be? <laughs> because this guy was pulling off some amazing looking stuff. Mm-hmm. So, look gun related, by the way, if anyone's wondering. But it was look it looked very night, and it's like in the city. There's like purple lights and kind of neon colors in a sense. Yeah, it was just and beautiful, beautiful game. God, just shoot. Oh, like if if nothing else, they did a, trino- a phenomenal job with this game. Hats off to the studio. But yeah, I mean, as far as E3 goes, again, it's, it's still going on. There's still a ton of e- E3 coverage to go through and footage and mm-hmm. announcements and stuff to go through. So we're, we're going to try our best to do kind of a part two to this uh, next week. Yeah. Kind of give you some more ideas as far as some uh, other titles. I mean, there, there are still other titles that we failed to mention, like um, Elden Ring, which is another um, anticipated title that a lot of people are looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably go into a little bit more detail um, next week on that, if anything. Along with all the other announcements, um, but yeah, I mean the, the, this this E three man, it's it's probably the best one yet. I mean last year we didn't get a, t- a ton. They're definitely making up for it this year, one hundred percent. So definitely looking for, looking forward to you know covering it, going through it, and bringing it to you guys. So, but um yeah, with that we'll uh, we'll take a quick little break. We'll come back and get some fight talk. Enjoy listening to the podcast? Well, consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions, ranging from a dollar to $10, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing, bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash VIVN to find out how you can become a supporter. All contributions are greatly appreciated. And we're back. Getting ready to hit you with some fight talk. This weekend did not dis- not, dis- not did not disappoint. Nope. Uh, first off, um, there's actually three fights this weekend. There's yeah, there's fights for UFC, PFL, and Bellator. And Bellator. Um, Bellator, not so exciting. But oh, Lima lost his belt. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. But there you go. Most people don't even know who Lima is. Oh, in our circles. 
but um yeah so ton of mma this weekend of course for pfl the, the news coming out of pfl of course is uh clarissa shields made her debut yep for those that don't know this is the the woman that's been tearing through uh female boxing yeah for a number of years and she made her mma debut yep i mean for her um boxing you know she was she's she's known as the GOAT, pretty much the greatest woman of all time um she definitely she has all the tiles to to back it up um there are a lot of sports analysts that, that don't give her that title but for whatever reason um some people are claiming it's because of race you know some of her actions outside of fighting you know some uh some involving her family and stuff like that but I th- I personally I think she is I, I mean I'm not a big fan of female boxing but from what I've seen from her she definitely is that yeah um, I've seen I, a couple of her fights <clears throat> she's aggressive she is very aggressive and super like she has, she has those hands you know and she hits to to put you away she does not play games she's not in there to point fight she's in there to put you away so for her you know challenging herself now coming over to uh, the MMA. And the announcement was made, you know, a couple months back, and I was pretty excited about it to hear that mm-hmm. she's gonna do it, see how she does, and she, you know, because I remember there was one point they were talking about her fighting Amanda Nunes and all that, mm-hmm. and I like her approach. She chose a, a perfect camp mm-hmm. in a Jackson Wink. Yep, you know, people there, the great coaches there, great, great coaches partners. there, great sparring partners. A lot of high-level people there. She's getting A1 training. They're talking about the likes of John Jones, Holly Holmes, those guys. So, uh, for her, again, like I said, challenging herself, coming over to MMA, she she did her thing. <clears throat> I mean, she she looked great. Not like a world beater, person, but she she weathered the, the early storm. The, you know, yes. the always of course, with the boxer, the toxins, of course. The grappling. How will she fare in the grappling? You know, and, and she gets it, she gets on the floor, get on her back. You know, what will she do? It always surprises me. I mean, it, it doesn't really surprise me, but it's you know, every time a boxer comes over to MMA, they always get taken down. Like it's it's like mm, I I get it. Yeah, boxers you know have to work on the wrestling, but I like to see a, a an MMA person like stand up with a boxer, like you know to prove themselves you know but i mean why would you want to do that that's the you know when it comes to winning the fight that's a path that's a, that's that's you know the passive p- path of most resistance so yeah but yeah just kind of you know for the for the fan in me you know you, you want to see i mean of course i'm sure she's gonna get her shot mm-hmm. she's gonna fight some strikers and she's gonna I, even if she fights a striker they're gonna take her down you think so I, I, I 100% I think so. I don't think there's a woman that's going to want to stand with her. Mm. She's, she's always going to have to work on that, that takedown defense. And for the most part, she had good takedown defense. Yeah, uh, she was pretty sound. She seemed, she seemed like she know. She was had a very good sprawl. She seemed like she know the basics as far as you know, that and pushing in the head and all that stuff. So she seems competent. You know, like you know, like I said, she has a good camp behind her. Those guys are definitely going to put her through the ringer and make sure she's trained and. You know, learned all the stuff she needs to know, and she did get taken out, of course. And but she weathered the storm. You know, mm-hmm. I did see some panic setting a little bit 
when she's on her back, obviously, because you know, because she's trying to. She, she, she was going in with the technique, kind of. I don't want to say half-assed, but she was kind of like trying the techniques, and when they wouldn't work, because of course she's on a mm-hmm. with a competent grappler, she tried to muscle out of there, and then of mm-hmm. course skill mm-hmm. kind of takes over from the other on the other side. So she's, I saw a little panic, you know, her flailing a little bit, but she of course she recomposed herself. She she did what she had to do, and she got up. She got up and she she weathered the storm, like I said. So, and then. One of the most surprising things for me from her performance was her, her gas tank. Because even though she was being like in a very grapple heavy match, she still looked fresh even in the last round. Mm-hmm. Um, she like she, I mean, I guess being a boxer, they always have good gas tanks, but like she definitely displayed that for sure. I never saw her got weary. Like the the other chick looked like she was getting more tired. Mm-hmm. You know, but Clarissa seems fresh every round, even the third round, mm-hmm. the final round. She seemed fresh the entire way. She to never the point where she could still sprawl even in the third round. You know, yeah, it takes a lot out of you. And throw some heavy hands too. Yeah, she started hitting her, and every time she landed, just pieced that girl up. So, hats off to her. I mean, good on her. She did her she, thing. She, yeah, she, she for wondering the results. She won in the end. Yeah, she came through and she won. Someone making their debut like that—that's that's a good first fight. And and, and it, I, go ahead. He, and yeah, sorry. Usually, I'm not really like when it comes to MMA versus boxing. I'm I'm always I always tend to lean on the MMA side. This is the first time I actually lean on the boxing side. I yeah. Think, you know, Clarissa she will do some good things. I agree. I agree 100. percent And uh, I'm glad she's taking the slower approach. That she, you know she's not in the UFC. Because mm-hmm. the UFC, it's there's only contenders and champions over there. So if you're not either, you're you're getting rid of you. But for her, she's she's you know she's signed with PFL. I can see her, you know, getting a couple of fights under her belt there, maybe doing a season with them mm-hmm. at, at some point, and then even, you know, making her way over to, to UFC to, 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 you know, to be a contender or champion. So, so good for her. I mean, I, I, she didn't get any, she didn't take too much damage, so I'm excited to see what, what her next fight's going to be and yeah. how soon they get her back in there. But as far as her, as far as she goes, she, she needs like a lot of reps. A lot of you know fights as mm-hmm. much fights as you can get as possible. I think mm-hmm. she, she should do, um, of course. So something to look forward to. Um, some information on that. But um, also this weekend, of course, the the, the big yeah. giant big elephant in the room, of course, the UFC. The UFC definitely did their thing. UFC 263. UFC 263. Adesanya versus Vittori too. Mm-hmm. Of course, you had a ton of other notable fights on there. Of course, you had your co-main banger that was, you know, um, Brandon Moreno versus Figueroa. Figueroa. Yeah. And then, of course, you had your Diaz and um, Leon Edwards. So, this fight had like three main events. Pretty much. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. This is a three main event event. All in disappoint. And they all had their moments. Their moments. So, but before we get into the, the, the main card, there's a lot of notable preliminary um, exchanges that happened as well. Yeah. A lot of notable things happen in the prelims. Um, you have that uh, one fight, the, well, the the lightweight fight with um, Faraz ZM mm-hmm. versus it was an Italian guy, it was Luigi something. Vendramini. Yeah. So that fight was pretty good. I actually thought, like, I thought, I thought ZM was going to run away with it. First two rounds, yes. It looked like he was about to run away with it. He was doing his thing. He's obviously a superior striker. 
piecing up Luigi. But Luigi had zero quit in him. Yep. And in the end, just started putting it on him. Zero quit in this guy. And he he started coming back. And he, oh, man. I was, at first, I know when I was looking at ZM, I was like, yeah, this guy's the next big thing. But then when I see Luigi coming back, and I was like, yeah. I started rooting for him now because I wanted to see him, you know, do his thing. But great, great fight. It could have been a potential fight of the night. But the unfortunate thing is there were so many bangers on this card mm-hmm. that it was, it was actually disheartening to hear that some people didn't get fight bonuses. Yeah, but, but they know why they say he'll, he'll take care of certain people. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, Chase Hooper. Chase Hooper versus Stephen Peterson. Um, Stephen Peterson's uh, you know vet been mm-hmm. in the game a long time. You know, said he didn't mind playing the bad guy this time around, and he, you know, and rightfully so. But he he did show some class at the end. <clears throat> but Hooper just um, he hasn't really elevated his game yet. He, you can see some elevation, but it's not enough to consider him a UFC contender, yeah. unfortunately. You can see some improvements in the striking. You can see he was a little more willing to strike, but as soon as he gets hit, because he still doesn't move his head very well. As soon as he gets hit, he just goes to the grappling mode, which that's it. That's just, that's a bread and butter. If he gets you on the gro- ground, it, it's pretty tough night for anyone. And he had a couple near exchanges where, you know, he looked like he was about to win the fight. But Peterson just showing his all-around toughness. And Peterson was even going with some submissions as well. Mm-hmm. Which, for Hooper, you know, those cakewalk for him to kind of get out for the most part. Uh, you know, Stevenson's um, team was telling him, you know, no submissions. Peterson. Peterson. Telling him no submissions. Stay away from them because, you know, mm-hmm. they, they know. Like, doesn't make any sense. But he's still, he's still one for them uh, as well. And but Hooper was just hip to all of it. Skipped them all pretty easily. So, But ultimately, Hooper lost. Um, to the last decision, he showed some toughness, of course, like he always does. But he just needs to improve his stand up, and I think he'd be a phenomenal fighter. He'd be a dangerous guy. And then um, one of the more interesting fights of the night, one of the most shocking events of the night, Matt uh, Frivola versus Terence McKinney. Terence McKinney making his UFC debut. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that just fought like what nine days ago. Yep, they said he fought nine days ago. Was yeah, it in, in LFA? In LFA, yeah. So Got he's a call. And he, he made the quick turnaround. And rightfully so. Because he set a UFC record. The quickest knockout. In lightweight, lightweight division. History. So, seven second knockout. Coming Ooh. from Terrence McKenna. And he, and he beat a vet in Matt Frivolo. Yeah, Matt Frivolo is, 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 was definitely the A-side. He was definitely the guy that... Yeah. Everybody would expect Matt Frivolo. It's just... A showcase of my football at this point, but nope. Uh, McKinney came down, threw a one-two, and that was it. That was it, straight down the pipe. Hit football straight on the both shots, hit football straight on the chin. He went down, threw some more punches just to seal the deal, and that was it. Yeah. And then it got even more interesting. Cause yeah, but in his uh, in his celebration, he McKinney decided to celebrate. Kind of jumped off the cage a little bit. Jump off the cage, which 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 Dana White Absolutely. always says. He doesn't know why guys do that. You know, you, you could blow your knee, blah, blah, all the things he always says. And this time it actually happened. Yep. In the celebration, Terrence McKinney blew his knee. Blew his knee out in celebrating, which it was tough to see because <laughs> he just got through a fight where he didn't get, didn't take any damage. Didn't take any damage. So the only he, damage he could have got, he could have been the next, um, what's his name, Holland, Kevin Holland, mm. you know, in that you're fighting very quickly back to back. No, he goes and blows his knee out because he, he just had a fight in LFA. 
nine days, have fight in the UFC. And who knows? He probably could have been a replacement for the next UFC card that's coming up. Mm-hmm. And I, we're talking three paydays. You know what I mean? You're, you're starting to make some money now. Yep. Nope. You blow your knee. Now you got to rehab that. See you when we see you. But definitely has a story there. Yeah. Definitely, um... Kids actually has a pretty interesting story. You know, had somewhat of a rough life, you know. Mm-hmm. Battle addiction, came back. You know, mentors kids now. Yep. Which, I don't know. I mean, I've had a thought before that when I heard that, I was like, mm, maybe maybe we should start some kind of mentorship program. But um, hmm. we'll discuss that later. Something to think about, yeah. But definitely happy for him. Again, a 7 7 knockout is no no joke. And he he's he can be that guy that's, you know, because his name was actually was, was trending heavily yesterday. So he, he can be one of those guys that, you know, kind of like a... Um, okay, like I said, like a Kevin Holland type. Yeah, like a Kevin Holland type, like um, Buckley type, you know. You do something spectacular and people just talk about you. Mm-hmm. Even just for a week or two weeks, you know, you can definitely get your name out there and get your social media to blow up. So, good for him. And then uh, Alexa Davis had a, her fight. Uh, unfortunately, she lost to... Uh, Penny Pan- Kianzen. Yeah, P- Penny... Um, it's a very interesting name, by the way. Yeah, Penny. <laughs> Every time they announce it, I'm like, what? But, yep, that's her name, Penny. Yep. P-A-N-N-I-E. Yeah, there's no T in there. Yeah, so. But, uh, yeah, uh, pretty interesting, interesting chick. She's She's been a vet in the game for a long time. She's mm-hmm. been doing her thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Alexa Davis, but, um, yeah. Alexa Davis, again, another one of those that haven't really evolved a whole lot. She's just going to, she doesn't move her head much. She's going to come down and she's going to throw, mm-hmm. you know. See what happens, kind of thing. Yeah, but um, um, yeah, but then I vet in the game, you know, doing her thing. Uh, Penny's interesting, interesting. You know, she doesn't have any front teeth, which is kind of interesting. I thought, I, I don't think she was expecting to do the interview. Yeah, there's that, right? I'm, I'm sure, you know, she probably has replacement. You know, yeah, as, yeah. As, 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 in, her, in her daily walk, she probably has, you know, some something, some veneers or something. But when they approached her, she didn't have them in. It was too late, and you could see her kind of trying to hide it, mm-hmm. but. Cameras in front of you. It's too late now. Everybody knows. Yep. You are missing some teeth. Which was... I was definitely taken back by it, but it was. It's, it is what it is. She's a... She's a fighter. world-class fighter, so... Hats off to her. Another fight that was uh, quite interesting. Yes. In the featherweight division. You had Hakeem... Hakeem Daladu... Daladu versus... Um, Mavsar Eulev. Evil Ever is definitely on a tear right now. Yes. Definitely on his come up. 15-0. Coming up against Hakeem the Dream. Um, unfortunately, he just just grapple heavy. Not going to win any, you know, ton of fans that way. But he but he did have some good... He, you know, thing he, about, I, I remember the first thing that, uh, that made me start to look at this guy was that he had good hands and he has good grappling. It's like, man, this guy is all around very solid. Yep. I mean, his ground game, I, I want to compare it to, to, Khabib. to yeah. Khabib. I mean, Khabib is on a, a, you know, a whole other level, but this man has some stifling ground game, and he has some good hands, so it's like, pick your poison. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you're going to take your chances on the feet, because on the ground, you don't want to use, that's just deep water you don't want to go into. And Hakeem, I mean, Hakeem did his thing. He actually landed uh, some shots, kind of made... Uh, he will have um, worry a little bit, but at the end of the day, it was another unanimous decision win. Yeah, grappling too strong. Then my girl um, Joanna Collarwood, or Joanne Collarwood, which 
another person that the game kind of kind of pretty much evolved past in, in a sense. Mm-hmm. But I still like to see her fight. I still like to see her do her thing. She fought Lauren Murphy. Um, Lauren Murphy did pretty much just enough to win. I was actually mm-hmm. pretty surprised. Um, it was a split decision. When it was a split decision. Joanna did her thing. But I, I honestly, maybe it's because I'm biased, but I thought John did enough to win. But judges said no. So Lauren Murphy, um, now 15 and 4. Mm-hmm. They're saying because she's been on a, I think it's five fight winning Yeah, I think it's a five fight win streak now. That they're probably going to give her a title shot. Which, good luck. Yeah, she's got to fight Valentina. Valentina. Oh, Valentina, yeah. Valentina, yeah, 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 I think, yeah. is what she's Flyway, yeah, 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 you're right. Which, either way, it's like. Those two girls are so way ahead of everybody else. Yeah. But good luck with that. Then Eric Andrews did his thing against Darren Stewart. Not very... Yeah, it wasn't a very exciting fight. It wasn't a very exciting fight. I'm not sure why. I mean, you look, you put these two on paper. The first time, it looks like... I think the first time it was a controversial... Something happened. I don't remember. Was what it, what it was an eye poke or groin strike or something? something One of the two. Yeah. So they ran it back and just wasn't excited. But Andrews got the win. Don't want to see these two fight each other again. And Blatt Rydell against Drew Dober. Brad Rydell versus Drew Dober. Man, let me tell you something. A barn burner. Drew Dober has a head on him that is like a, like like I said in the in the in the um, broadcast, like a fire hydrant. Yeah, he has as square jaws you can get. And he was getting some clean shots landed on it, and he didn't even flinch. Didn't even react to him. It was like nothing. And he, I think he dropped Rydell in the first round, and then Rydell came back. He was back. back and forth ever since, and Rydell kind of came out a little stronger at the end of the second and in the third as well. So Rydell definitely got the victory. Got the victory. And of course, Rydell being a training partner of Izzy, you know, they, they just suffered a loss from their team. Um, mm-hmm. One of their training partners, friend, colleague, another fighter, um, got killed pretty much. Got sucker punched at a bar. Fell down, hit his head, never recovered. So there, of course, he dedicated his um, his win. Fight, his, his win to his friend, and you know, and that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, good for Rydell. You know, he's definitely on his come up. And if he if he keeps fighting the way he has, you know, he he lands some. He has, he has good hands. Mm-hmm. His shots land cleanly. So good for him. And then there was this another event that could have easily stolen the night. Mm-hmm. You know, we had seven-second knockouts. We had, you know, all kinds of things. But then, Paul Craig versus Jamal Hill. Paul Craig versus Jamal Hill. We witnessed someone get their arm snappity snapped. Yep. Jamal, I mean, Paul Craig is an ace on the ground. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. For whatever reason, Jamal Hill decided to go to the ground with him. I, from the time they go to the ground, I was like, Zuzu just, just, just get and out he, of there. he had the time, he had the space to posture up get and out. get out of there. But nope. Left both arms in there and just got set up. And the thing is, Paul Craig was setting, like, even the, the first exchange on the ground, he was setting him up. You could see that Paul Craig was, was not going to play around with him on the ground. Mm-hmm. And he, he decided to stick around. I don't, I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. But he definitely paid the cost. So Paul Craig set up the one arm, attacked the other one. That elbow S- bent backwards. Snapped his arm. And the messed up part, the referee didn't even see it. To the point where he, he snapped it. It was bending the other direction. He pushed all the way down until it came back around. It came, literally snapped, came all the way back around. And then at that point, Paul Gray was like, well, I guess, you know, nothing yeah. left to do here but to try to punch him out. Yep. 
And he had him in like yeah, kind of the triangle position. He's pointing him. His arm was just kind of flopping. His arm was flopping because it was it was no use to him. It was definitely a late stoppage. That could have been stopped as as it snapped. That's when it was supposed to be snapped. It stopped. But the referee didn't see it. The referee didn't see it. So that was pretty disgusting to see this arm flop around. And then um, even and then even after that, you know, he's just the guy's just there holding his arm. Yeah. And they're still going through all the ceremony of who win and all that. Get him out of there. Yeah, they needed to take him out of there, get him checked out and everything. But the surprising he, thing is, luckily, there was no there was no broken bones. No broken bones. It was bones. just a dislocation. No torn ligaments, nothing they said. They, they, they put it back in place when he got backstage and he is full use of his arm. So good good for him. Good for him on that because it looked so much worse. It looked so much worse. Because, again, this arm was just dangling as he's getting punched. Can't use that arm, can't defend himself on that side. Mm-hmm. It was pretty disgusting. I mean, even when they were announcing who won, he he had to be still there. He had to be there holding his arm. Yeah, I'm like, get him out of there. Get a doctor in there. Get get him to the back. Get him checked out because if it was an actual, if it was actually broken, he would have been in a bad state just being there holding his arm. That's that's not a good look. Yeah, getting getting that getting all tore up in there. You know, it would have been a good. But you know, God was on his side, obviously. Yeah, it's good for him. And then of course Damon Maya against Bilal Muhammad, not a very eventful fight either. Um, I thought Bilal would have got a knockout. I'm surprised he didn't. Yeah, but I don't think it's like I don't think this fight did anything for him. It didn't. And so, you know, I mean, Damon Maya's been in the game like a long time. The, even Denowitz is probably his last fight. Yeah, so he needs to. Yeah, he's like what 43 now. Mm-hmm. So, but it was okay, you know. They both both men did their thing, showed out, but Bilal, Bilal of course won. took the one took took the victory and unanimous decision. Yeah, doesn't really do much for him, but it's a put a a veteran on his on his um, resume. But that's pretty much it. And good for him. Now we get to the, the three main events. Yep, uh, Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. Great fight. Great fight. Leon Edwards showing why he's you know he's that guy, why he's the top guy in the division, why he did a title shot. He's you know, very skilled. Mm-hmm. Showed his his hands showed up. You know, his cardio showed up. Showed he wasn't gonna play Nate Diaz game because Nate Diaz was playing some games in there. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of tomfoolery went on in there. Mm-hmm. A lot of turning of the back. A lot of pointing, slapping. You know, Nate Diaz doing what Nate Diaz does. Just doing what Nate Diaz does, including his incredible pressure that he puts on people. That pressure just sucks the life out of people. Because coming to the like, again, this was a weird thing because they actually did a five round fight. That's you know it wasn't a main event, mm-hmm. so this was a five round fight. And in the fifth round, you could see Leon Edwards kind of feeling it a little bit, kind of wearing it a little bit. And then it showed up when uh, when Nate landed a one two that that rocked thunder. Leon Leon was on Queer Street. He even admitted. I've never really heard a fighter. I'd really admit it. Yeah, they always say, "Oh, it didn't hurt me that bad," you know, and it definitely hurt. But you know, I was still definitely still there. But no, Leon was like, "Yeah, he." Definitely he was surprised that he would still be able to, you know, get hit so cleanly and get mm-hmm. rocked like that. Yeah, in he, the fifth he, round. In the fifth round. So yeah, if he, there was thirty seconds, thirty more seconds, I think Diaz could have won it. Yeah. But it went, it went unanimous decision for Leon, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And what's very disappointing in this is that even after all that, he's on a ten-fight win streak now. Dana White still said, "Nope." Covington is next in line. Hmm. Sucks. That's a tough pill to swallow. A guy that's what did? How many times did Covington fight last year? 
Did he even fight last year? I don't year? think he even fought last year. Not only that, but his last fight was a loss. So he's fought the champion already. This is technically a rematch. He's going to fight him again. But technically, Leon Edwards is fight the champion as well already, too. They both lost to him, so... I guess it's picky poison at that point, but... 10 fights. Come on, man. 10 fight win streak. After all he's been through. Come on. Yeah. It sucks, but... Again, I mean... Yes, UFC's contenders and uh, champions, but... They're also about making that money, too. And they're pretty much seeing that... You know, Covington Usman is going to make more money... Yep. ...than him against Leon Edwards. Especially if Leon Edwards wins that fight, so... True. Which, it, it sucks that it has to be that way, but... If I was the Edwards, I wasn't fighting another soul. Nope. He can, he, he can afford to wait it out. Just keep training and doing your thing. Be ready, just in case someone yeah. pulls out. Yep. Because it could be something where Usman pulls out and I have a contender, not a one contender fight between Leon Edwards and, and Covington. Oh, or like a interim, maybe. Or interim. Depending on how long they, uh, Usman's going to be out. If he's out, you know. Oh, yeah, we're just or Covington could, could pull out and then, then then you get what you want, so... Yep. Always be ready. Don't worry about it. Don't 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 be too hard on yourself. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then probably the more one more memorable fights. Definitely fight night for me. This this one definitely made my night, made my day. The following day, it's it's. I've been so impacted by this fight. It's it's hard to even put it to, to articulate everything that I got from this fight. But the Davidson Figueroa versus Brandon Moreno fight was just a spectacular display of what hard work can do. Mm-hmm. Brandon Moreno is a guy that's, you know, you look at him, he doesn't look like a, you know. Doesn't look like much. Yeah. Looks like a simple, looks like, you know. A Mexican McLovin, as they call him. Yeah. Mexican McLovin, if you're familiar with Superbad. McLovin character, that that's who fought this weekend. Mexican version of him. And he, he, he and, and rightfully so, because he's, he's, he's like a, your typical nerd, if in a sense, like he he collects Funko Pops, he collects Legos. He, he he's a, a it's your typical nerd. He's into all that, you know, nerd culture, everything. He would love the lounge. He would love the lounge. And if you're ever in town and you ever hear this, please come by. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be awesome. But um, yeah. Now the, to to give you some backstory on this, like they they fought last year, and it went to a draw. Mm-hmm. Jordy draw and Moreno said since then he's been in camp he did not slow down he, he went straight into the camp and this was like a six month camp he said he went who does that somebody wants to be champion somebody that wants to be champion the guy put the work in fought his ass off Saturday the part I mean, he Figueroa had nothing for him nothing it was, it was a one side beat down and this is the chat. The champion had nothing for the contender. Just shows and, that. And Figueroa is a world beater, in my opinion. He's a destroyer. Look what he did to Joey Benavides. Twice. This guy is a guy that destroys people, but. I don't know. I think he must have felt something in that first fight. He was like, damn, this kid really got like. I think he thought he was going to put him away in the first fight, but he realized he didn't. And he was mm-hmm. like, man, this kid really got something because. He, you know, he had an answer every time, and maybe that got in his head a little bit. He's like an anime character. One hundred percent, Moreno is like an anime character, in my opinion. That anime lead character that 
like especially that first fight where he just wouldn't go away, mm-hmm. despite getting rocked multiple times, just wouldn't go away. Stayed in there, just and showed that, all heart. And now in this fight, he just looked even better. And he just pieced up Figueroa. And he won the fight by submission eventually. Yep, got him down. Sucking that right naked choke, and it was he was defending it first, but then when he got under the neck, it was just so tight. You could tell like, Figueroa did not want to tap. He thought about it, and he stopped, and he was like, nah, screw this. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Is that that, or you're about to go out, sir? Mm-hmm. So. And, man, just a show of emotion on Brandon Murillo's face after he won the belt was something that's burned into my memory to this, to this day. Mm-hmm. You could just see that this thing meant so much to this kid. Meant everything to him. This is a young kid that just dedicated his, his whole life to fighting. And this is a kid that, you know, came off the Ultimate Fighter at one point. Had a couple losses, got kicked from the UFC to work his way back into the UFC to then have a showing like this. It was just, man, I was just so proud of this kid. How can you not be? He, like, you, like as he won, like, he was just, he had this blank stare on his face first. Like, he mm-hmm. he didn't realize, like, what happened. And you, you saw when it sunk in that, like, yeah, mm-hmm. dude, you're the champion now. Like, yep. oh, man, he could not keep, man. He was just bawling his eyes out. Balling, balling. I just, it's the same as holding the ball, just looking at it like, damn, like, I worked so hard for this. It was just, man, it, it gave me chills. Just seeing how, you know, how this guy overcame, man. It just goes to show you, man, just whatever it is, man. You, you just, put, well, once you put your heart into something, it's just, you, 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 you can't give up on it, man. You can't let what, what things look like, any circumstances, you know, defeat you. I mean, and as, as, as of, that, of course, is easier said than done. You know, we all know that, you know, we all have aspirations. And what, what I'm trying to find out now is, like, having aspirations, having ideas, is like, it, it's, it's, it's all worthless. It's, like, you know, mm-hmm. when you really look at it. You know, there's no such thing as a million-dollar idea or, or none of that. It all comes down to execution. It comes down to, yeah, you can come up with a plan of how you're going to get it done, but are, are you executing, executing your plan? How, how are you actually doing it? Are, are you, you know, just talking about it? Or you're actually being about it. I mean, this kid went through a tough fight last year that went to a draw. And he saw everything he needed to see in that fight in there where he he buckled down and he went to work. And he, he said he did what he had to do. He ran drills, everything, for six months. Six-month camp. Most, most, most fighters camp for a few weeks. A month, two at most. He was in a six-month camp. Did all the work he needed to do. To show up at this fight now, fully confident. He said he, he knew, like, the first fight he, he thought he could win, but this, this one he knew he could win it. Mm-hmm. And he just showed his confidence, even when Figueroa was trying to get in his head yep. for the press conference, you know, shoving him and, and for the face-offs and everything. He said right then and there he knew he won. He said Figueroa, just, he, said, he said something different about him. He said he, he probably could even be the weight cut even, like, mm-hmm. that could be probably affecting him. But he, he knew right then and there that he was already in his head and then that... Figueroa was not in the same mental space that he was. And right then and there, he knew he won the fight. And that's why he, that's why he didn't react. He said his, his mental is the best part of his game, he said. Despite all the work he did and everything, he said his mental game is, is, is different from everybody else. And he has put so much work in, man. And he, he did his thing. Kids showed out. So just, just it's going to sound cliche, but man, if 
whatever your aspirations are, whatever your dreams are, man, just just go for them, man. Just put everything into it. Cause man, seeing seeing the way that kid reacted to where you know him actually achieving his dreams just just shows you like it meant that much to him. So a lot, I mean, a lot of times we're out here we're, we're chasing after things that we think we're supposed to be chasing after, or, or you know someone else's dream or whatever, and it doesn't mean the same thing to you. If it doesn't mean the same like what it, what it would have meant to him for that, like then 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 you you're not you don't want it bad enough. That's probably why you don't have it. There's a lot of things we we would like to have or you know, would want, it would be nice to have it, but how bad do you actually want it? Mm-hmm. Man, this kid wanted it, and he got it, and I'm so happy for him. He deserves all the accolations, everything that, that, that he gets right now. And he says, he says his social media is blowing up too, and it's it's, it's crazy now. He, he's, he's a star. This is the first born and raised Mexican UFC champion. Mm-hmm. Of course, came Velasquez was the first, but he first champion, first Mexican, Mexican champion, champion, but he was a heritage champion. Yeah, he wasn't born there, yeah, just Mexican champion. But now, UFC, you got one. Mm-hmm. This kid did his thing, and I was so proud of him. Hats off to him. I think one of the, the more memorable parts of it was when Davidson picked him up. Yeah, Davidson showed all class. Was Davidson was all class. Davidson knew that yeah, this kid is a better, a better fighter. And even when, when, when he was crying and stuff, Garrison came over and I like, gave him a hug and said something to him, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know. It seemed like he was proud of him or whatever. And, uh, you know, he took it like a, a real champ. Davidson Figueroa, even, even though he was Being a little a bit scumbag, yeah. this, this week and everything, he, he showed that he, he, he's all class. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, when, when he was celebrating, he, he picked him up, put him on his shoulders and, you know, mm-hmm. picked him up a little bit and just kind of celebrated with him a little bit. So, which just shows that, you know, there's no hard feelings or anything. It's just, you know. Just business. Just business, so. That that was good to see. Maybe maybe sometime down the road they'll, they'll have a, a trilogy fight. Yeah, and it'll be great. But I think Moreno would do his thing, unless again Figueroa has to come back and has to go to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. But also too, I think he should move up in weight class because if he's if he's you know that compromise where he's you know mm-hmm. saving himself and all the saving his energy and all that in the, in the fights, that's what's why he lost. You know, he, he was not being as active as he should be. And he was doing a lot of winging punches. He needed to clean up his, his boxing a little bit. But mm-hmm. I could see him, you know, moving up the bantamweight and being a, a monster there too as well. So yeah, you know, the issue is that the that weight class doesn't really have much people. So yeah, as much people as they can get. So there's that. You don't need people leaving. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's that. And then of course your main event, Israel Alessandro versus Marvin Rattori. And yeah. man, Marvin Rattori would talk so much, so much crap, so much junk. You know, he was, he was supremely confident. He was he was very worked up all weekend long. Oh, just overly, overly yeah, just to get in there and to get in Izzy's face, and he was he was he was a little too emotional. Out of I mean, out of all the main events, the three main events, I would call it this is probably the least exciting one. Maybe from a fight perspective, fight wise. Well, yeah, I mean. Adesanya, watching Adesanya work is, is definitely. Is, is, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it was a boring fight, but I mean, yeah. I'm just comparing it to the other three fights. Yeah. Overall, it was a great fight. Adesanya just kind of showing that you know, his striking is definitely up there. He um, showcases his wrestling too. His, showcases his grappling, his grappling showcases his takedown defense that he's been working on. Mm-hmm. He also showcases his his ability to not get hit. Yep. He was bobbing and weaving and doing some Muhammad Ali stuff in there. Yeah. He was, he was showing his greatness. Yeah. yeah, just showing his, his, his levels. Which he said he would. 
And he, he did what he wanted to do. He, he did say that he wanted to go five rounds with him. So that just shows you he wasn't really looking for the knockout per se. Mm-hmm. He wanted to go five and oh, show him that, you know, yeah, there's no if, ands, or buts. I'm, 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 I beat you this time. I'm the better fighter. And he did just that, you know. But Bertori is still... It's, it's strange. He's just... Man, there's something mentally wrong with this kid. I think so. Because he's still, he's still saying that he won this fight. And there's no way, there's no world where he won this fight. Absolutely none. He's got his legs chewed up with leg kicks. Uh, that, that's fight. one thing I'll, I'll give him credit for. He is a tough kid. Because he got his leg blasted on so many times. And he kept moving forward. kept walking mm-hmm. okay. And, you know, just biting down and doing what he got to do to keep moving forward. And, you know, offering his offense. So, I was proud of him in, in that respect. But, you know, after the fight, Easy came up to him and was like, yeah, you know. Show him, like, yeah, this is martial arts or whatever. You know, we, we don't like each other, but we could at least show respect or whatever. And, like, yeah, so, you know, like I, I you, you can at least admit that I won this time. And the guy was like, no. You didn't win. I, I, I thought I won this one. He feels he feel like the judges screwed him, which is surprising to me. Yeah, even when they were making the announcements, Adesanya was like looking over at him. I was like, "This guy really thinks he's gonna win." <laughs> the point where Adesanya was like making fun of him, like, yeah. "This guy really believes in his heart that like, he's, you know, they're waiting for the call that the judges scorecard." And they're like, "Yeah, it was a watch. It was fifty, whatever, yeah, 40, whatever." Like, Fifties across the boards. Like there was no, no Adesanya chance. Adesanya won every round. Clearly. But it is what it is. Some people just are just in that mental space there where they see things one way, which That's is it. It is what it is. So, But yeah, just hats off to Arsanya. Uh Did a call out on Whitaker as well. so Which I found interesting. I mean, he already beat him. Yeah. But but definitely Whitaker is the number one contender. He, already, he worked his way back up. He worked his way back up. So, so that's going to be interesting to see. I mean, they want he he wants to do, he wants to do it, you know, in, in the, Auckland. Mm-hmm. But Dana White's like, I don't think that's gonna happen because Auckland's not open up yet. So. No. Nope. But who knows? Maybe Auckland gets open up sometime soon, and then maybe they do it or not. We'll see. Because if they don't do it, then I don't know. Because because they're both from a similar area, they're pretty close. That'll be the time to do it in the stadium, so it mm-hmm. could, it could be, you know, you could definitely could do some record numbers. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think Adesanya wants to do it. But we'll see. It's we'll not, see. not up to him, unfortunately. Yeah, we'll see what the UFC does. But all in all, great, great, great night of fights. Oh, we didn't even talk about Adesanya's um, entrance. Came in with a little, uh, mm-hmm. little Oni mask with a little, you know, mm-hmm. kind of the bucket hat type of thing. Very, you know, Ronin samurai-esque look. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I liked it. I digged it. Yep. And he said he was inspired by, he was playing a lot of, um, what's that game? The came for PlayStation, the, the Samurai game. The Wolfman plays. And I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name. Ah. Something of Tsushima. Is it Shadow? God damn it. Something like that, yeah. Memory doesn't serve me well right now. Sorry, guys. But uh, yeah, he's playing a lot of video games, got inspired, did it. Thought it looked cool. Hats off to him. It was a very, very, very cool aesthetic. Very Japanese. Mm-hmm. So, But, um, yeah. Great, great night of fights. I mean, UFC pay-per-views are, are definitely showing their value. Yep. 
100%. You can I, definitely see the clear difference between the, the UFC and the Fight Nights. Yeah, the, the, I'm glad they're separating themselves now because before they used to just pump out pay-per-views like crazy. But now, you know, they're they're doing it right. Yeah. They're stacking the card. The pay-per-views are, are stacked. You know, Fight Nights are good too, but, they, you know, they're pay-per-views are where it's at. 100%. And now that there's, you know, there's a crowd and everything, it's perfect. It's perfect. I'm glad that they... Allow cards again because it definitely made that Brandon Moreno moment a lot more special. 100% being that there was a crowd. 100% because the first time they fought it, there wasn't any crowd. This time I had a crowd. It was it was awesome. But um, this weekend, uh, yeah, another UFC fight night coming up. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, is it this weekend? Yeah, it is this weekend. The, ninth, the 19th. Um, another UFC fight night. Of course, your main event is the Korean Zombie versus Dan Ige. That's going to mm-hmm. be pretty cool. Some um, other no- couple notable notable fights very quickly. Um, notable fighters to look out for. Of course, you have uh, Alexei Olenek is going to be on there. You have Tim Means on there. Tim Means against Danny Roberts. That's going to be an interesting fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Marlon Vera is going to be fighting on there again. Against Davy Grant. That's going to be interesting as well. Your boy Matt Brown is on there. Oh well, my boy. Mm-hmm. Um, fighting Diego Lima. That's going to be quite the interesting fight. And then you have Josh Parisian on there as well. And a couple others, so uh Duho Choi no no sorry, not Duho Choi. Um Sang Yadang. No, sorry, no. I'm so racist right now. That's I saw Asian fighter and I saw Asian name and I thought it was either one of those two characters, which is not it's none of those boys, so forgive me. Mm. But yeah, there's an Asian fighter fighting a featherweight, so there. But yeah. Uh, wait, wait, which fight is that? I'm I'm not Choi Sing Hu against Justin um, Erosa. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yes. anyway, mm-hmm. that's what's going on this weekend. Of course, we'll cover it. Um, before we get out of here, I, might, I would say what made this weekend even even more special, we did a, another little um, watch party yep. here at the lounge, mm-hmm. which was spectacular. Great, great times with friends and, you know, watching the fights with with, with, with people that are, you know... Into fights. Into fights. It, it's such a great experience. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely doing more of them. We, we, we have, we've, we've been playing around with different ideas, how we're going to revamp the whole, you know, watch party thing. Um, and ultimately, we decided just, just, to just do it. Just do it outright, you know. Mm-hmm. Just invite people to come over, you know. They bring their own food or whatnot and just hang out, chill, you know. Yeah. Um, in the future, it, it, we may keep that same format. We may um, roll it over as a supporters-only type thing. It all depends. Yeah. We're going to see how we're going to roll it. But it, it just it was just a great time. I like doing it. I like doing it. I like watching fights, you know, that way because it's, it's, it's just fun. It's dope. So. But uh, on that note, we'll... Um, that's pretty much it this week. Um, we definitely thank you guys for sticking with us. Definitely stay tuned for more um, coverage, of course, on the UFC stuff and also the on E3 uh, next week. So for that, you guys uh, be good to each other. Stay safe out there. Isaac Boys out. Peace.